The voluntary reaction is a safe space where known dullards gather to drink from the keg of glory or drown in the pool of despair. All opinions, takes, questions, criticisms, and insults cannot and will not be held against a speaker after a 24-hour cooling-off period. Please listen accordingly. All right, here we go as it is a final now. Tennessee bludgeons Alabama at Thompson Bowling Arena today. 91-71 to your final, and it really wasn't that close. Tennessee in absolute control of this basketball game from start until finish. As Alabama came in 4-0 in conference play, and it was a really weird dichotomy where they were unranked in the AP and coaches poll coming into this one, but they were number one on the Ken Palm adjusted offensive efficiency rankings, number seven overall, I believe, in Ken Palm. So it was kind of hard to get a read on this, but after about 10 minutes of watching this game, it was pretty clear that Alabama is simply not on Tennessee's level this year. Now, Vols have to go down there here in about a month, and that'll be a little bit different. So I thought it was a great crowd today at Thompson Bowling. Obviously, they smelled the blood in the water, and they went for it as Tennessee uh, rolls today over Alabama by 20 for the win. Bear, jump in here. We drink, my friend, from the keg of glory. How are you, sir? Uh, doing fantastic. Would have liked to have seen it. Uh, a little disappointed that we gave up uh, cheap points at the end. I wanted a 30-point beat down today. That whole athletic department is uh, in a shambles right now. Uh, and myself, I'm warming uh, I'm, I'm warming myself by the fire of, of their destruction, Russell. I hate Nate Hot or not Nate Hot. I love Nate Hodges. <laughs> oh, uh, and, and Nate, oh, I said I love Nate Hodges. I hate Nate Oates. I hate that program. I hate the school. And we basically threw him, uh, threw him in a burlap sack and, and dropped him in the river. Would have been a more humane way for uh, the Alabama basketball team to spend their afternoon. Hope they're miserable going home. Davy Hudson from Outkick, jump in here as we embark on the dismantling of the radical terrorist organization known as BEMAS this week. We are working on their football program, uh, and now we're taking them apart in basketball. Your thoughts? Yeah, I'll start out being lighthearted. All I can say is uh, please keep the guns away from their players. I don't, I don't want to repeat after last year's oh, much dear. of a meltdown as they're having. It was Tennessee from the tip, and you look at how this team is able – to gel and just lock them down defensively. And again, it's another game where one of the guys that we were having have to kind of carry this team early in the year, Josiah Jordan James, he's got one point. doesn't matter. You beat him by 20 points. You just look at what this team is starting to be able to do on both ends of the floor. And it's coming together at a great time. I actually kind of wish we had a game during this week with how this team's currently playing, but I can't be more excited than, than from what we're seeing at the moment and everything's starting to just look like this team is finding their groove. 25 for connect 19 for Adu, 15 for Ganey, 10 for Vescovy, eight for Ziegler. Freddie buckets gets in the game and scores five points today. Mayshack with eight hits a three ball there late. You got to love the, uh, Minute distribution here. We got into the bench. Everybody played well, and it feels good to feel good, man. 
as Tennessee bludgeons Alabama today. And as Davey said, kind of a weird scheduling quirk. I don't remember this ever happening before where you have basically a week off, no Tuesday or Wednesday game this week. Tennessee back in action a week from today at Vanderbilt, who we obviously owe one after the disaster down there at Memorial Gym last season. So oh, yeah. y'all know the drill. Let's get some speakers going here. Yes, Bear. Uh, I was just, I was just going to say, I mean, we we just have I'm looked at looking over the box where we absolutely destroyed them. That's that's pretty stout, pretty stout box score, Russell. Sears warms up to get twenty two, but he only had like five or six at the half, and a lot of that, a lot of his damage came in garbage time. As again, just you never really felt like. Alabama posed a threat this game. He's, I mean, Tennessee controlled them from start to finish. Well, he had he led uh, everybody in the. He had seven turnovers. We turned him over seven times. They had over twenty turnovers as a twenty-two turnovers yeah. as a yep. team. Thirteen in the first half, so they actually cut down a little bit in the second half. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean that's kind of their mo coming in. They're they're a turnover-prone team. Tennessee's a good defensive team. It's a bad recipe for them. Yeah, and they, I mean, we got Sears. We got him in his head early in that game, and he he never could get himself settled down. So I'll take it. Excellent. If, if we're able to get a performance off the bench like we did from Ganey offensively and defensively like we did from Mayshack, I just struggle to see this team losing as long as you have a couple of your starters just play their usual game. I'm guessing it's not going to be like that every time out, Davey. I mean, they're going to have guys off and on. You know, Ganey has obviously been slumping before today. Uh, Josiah only takes three shots today, 0 of 3 from the field. But, like, you know, I, I feel like he and Vescovy have kind of just settled on. It's like, okay, like this, everything we've got right now is going through Ziegler and Adu and, of course, Connect. So they're just content to be role players, which is a great thing for this team. It's probably personally disappointing to them, but they appear to have accepted that role. And Vescovy, you know, two of six from three-point range today is pretty good for him. Um, so, like, it's 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 fine. I'm, I, I think you're kind of comfortable with those guys playing um, the roles that they're playing right now. Yeah, I mean, but. They're, uh, I mean, it's, the the reason they came back is to, you know, they said it, their announcements, you know, one more run at it. And um, I think maybe they, they're seeing the, the big picture and the prize at the end and very unselfish. You don't see it a whole lot in modern college athletics, but uh, when you do, those teams are usually some of the better teams. I mean, they beat anybody in the country that played like they did today. When they go off offensively like that and and just lock a team down defensively and just drive them nuts. All right, here we go with speakers. When we come to you, be sure to turn your mic on so the world can hear you. Trey, you're up first today. What's up, man? Fellas, this is exactly what I wanted to see. I wanted to see a, uh, a team win. I wanted to see a score. Um, more ways than just through Dalton Connect. And this game went, went kind of how I thought it would. I mean, I, I thought we would shut their offense down and our, uh, you know, they couldn't, you know, um, 
our offense would have its way with their uh, their defense. And man, does it feel good for Big Dick Rick to show up and just send those hilljacks back down to Tuscaloosa, where they could just sulk in the misery that's surrounding that program right now. Man, they're they're despondent online too. I, I am just bottling and drinking those tears. Trey basking in the schadenfreude of another Alabama meltdown. Davey, what and, do you and think? Like, I, I get they're not ranked, but all the metrics Shut show up. that's a really good team. They were fifth in the net. They have the number one adjusted offense based off Ken Palm ratings, and they're seventh in Ken Palm. So outside of media members not having them in the top 25, everything shows they're a top 10 team in the country, and we dismantled them. Yeah, they're actually ranked above us in the net, and that's kind of surprising. The, the, well, they they won't be after uh, today, but yeah, they're they're one spot ahead of us right now. So, Davy, that speaking of which, that would make this a quad one win, wouldn't it? Absolutely. That's that's what you you love to see it. I mean, top tier quad one win. Apparently, we uh, we played Dixie and Delight again. Oh, did we? It's oh. our song. I mean, it's about Tennessee. We've 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 gone over this. Oh, I wish it's I was been there. reappropriated. But uh, Davey, you still feeling good about your uh, your uh, Ravens bet or Texans bet? Yeah, I, I feel good about uh, Texans covering, and I've got um, I've got a small change on Texans money line. I I talked about it a little bit yesterday, but you get into that rest versus rust conversation. Lamar Jackson's won one playoff game in his NFL career, and he's been off for two straight weeks. So I don't expect him to come out looking good. Hey, I'll I'll take it. I uh, won some money on this game. I I figured Tennessee would cover and made some change on that. So I rolled it into your bet, Davey. So let's let's ride, buddy. But hey, love it. you guys. I'll let some other people get on here. Thank you, Trey. Appreciate you jumping in here and getting us started off. Yeah, man, I I'm just blown away at the development of Jonas Adu. Like he has become a force out there and. You know, he, he's controlling the game. Connect will get all the headlines, and rightfully so. He's been a fantastic addition to this year's team. But Ziegler and Adu control the game for us. And, you know, Adu only played, I think, eight minutes in the first half. Rick sat him for a long time with two fouls. But against a team like Alabama, where they're not going to be taking any mid-range shots, and it's all three-pointers. By the way, they were 4 of 21 from three-point range, 19% from three-point range for Alabama today. Uh, but you're going to do that, and they they take all those shots at the rim. And Adu has four blocks, but they also probably caused about five misses on you know shots that he just altered. And I, uh, you know he's performing that role perfectly. And there's a noticeable drop-off from him to whether it's a Walker or Estrella. I mean, we, we went uh, for a good chunk of the game today with playing Josiah at the five. Yeah. You you guys, I, I was able to catch uh, one of your, your shows this week, and you guys were discussing, like, Tennessee's uh, starting five under Rick Barnes. And I kind of wanted to throw a little bit of a, a, a twist in there. I, I know the big thing you guys were struggling with was who's going to play two guard. And for me, it's Dalton Connect. And what I would do is have Kennedy Chandler be your one, connect it to let Admiral play three. He can guard. He, he's able, he was quick enough to guard the guards. You got Grant at four. And then I thought you did need that rim protector. So right now it's looking like Adu, man. I would have him there. He's, you know, he's playing. He's just taking it to a whole different level this year. And every, it, he's, Admiral did that. 
you remember when he took that huge, huge step? Like we, we kind of see how good he could be, but and then he came out and just did it game in and game out. And I'm really loving the consistency we're seeing out of Adu this year. He, he's fantastic. Let's get T Carp in here next. What's up, T Carp? T Carp, you there? He's got the mayor of a wheel. T Carp going once. T Carp going twice. T Carp, you got the wheel, buddy. Jump back in. We'll we'll try you again here in just a second. Anthony is next. What's up, Anthony? What's up, guys? How's it going? Guys, this team has not fucked around since seven minutes to go at Uga. I mean, it's been balls to the wall ever since then. They've been on fire. They, yeah, I mean, and again, the just the difference of, of playing at home and playing on the road is tough in this league, but um, – you know, Thompson Bowling has become a, a fortress, man. I don't expect them to lose. Ten and zero. No, we're, we're ten and zero at home this year, and it, it's hard to see them losing a game at home. Quite frankly, unless Auburn or Kentucky can come in here and do it. Good luck. Uh, I mean, hell, we haven't lost many games the past what going on three years now. Went one year undefeated. And I don't. How many we? Uh, what we lose? Like maybe one, maybe two last year. If somebody's going to come into Thompson Bowling Arena and beat this team, they better bring it. I don't see it happening. They better bring it. Uh, Alabama going to have to bring it more than they did today, Anthony. I was looking at the schedule, and you know, at you know, at Alabama, at Kentucky, at Texas A and M, if we can win one out of those three games and just take care of business at home, we have a really good chance at a one seed. They're a two seed in the latest bracketology by Lunardi. But yeah, I mean, one seed is absolutely on the table. Um, it's a long way to go. It, I'd probably, I would probably bet against it, but they're definitely in the conversation as we sit here today. It's a, such a fun basketball team to watch. This has been so, such a boring brand of basketball for the last four years. And it's just, this team is so fun. This team, the biggest difference is the pace we play at. I mean, this team is ready to go. It reminds me of one of those old Pearl teams. It's basically like if you if you stuck the best player in college basketball on one of Pearl's old teams. You have to be able to win different kinds of games in different kinds of ways. And it, it is interesting to see us play at an accelerated pace today and thrive yeah. in it. Some would say beating Alabama at their own game. Yeah, I, I I didn't know that Rick Barnes had it in him to uh, to make these kinds of adjustments, but he's he's really impressed me a lot this year with how malleable he's been with this with this team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he he's changed, and uh, it's it's interesting. You know, we played we talk about playing the small ball lineup, and we've seen him play with two bigs with. Awaka and Adu on the floor. We've seen him play with just one big on the floor. We've seen him play with no bigs on the floor. So it is interesting that, you know, he. we've seen the press at, at different times this year. And he just seems to be willing to adjust, which is 
I, you know, I'll, I, I don't think it's as big a problem as some of our fans made it out to be. But if, if you did think it's a problem, then you have to be encouraged by the fact that he is adjusting. What was that one lineup we had out there at one point in the second half? Yeah, I mean, that was a wacky it. one. Who was? <laughs> was it? No, it was. It was. Uh, it was like uh, Estrella, Gainey, Dillion. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I remember that one. Is it? It was at the end of the first, and I think uh, based off foul trouble, yeah, you knew they weren't going to have Adu out there, so you had a Waka. Um, Ziegler was on the bench. Scobie was on the bench. So yeah, Dillion. I think Dalton was out there with them, and then Gainey. Gainey had a game today. He came to play. Looked good. Absolutely. Four of seven from the field. Three of five from three-point range. Made all four of his free throw attempts. Had five rebounds. Three steals. Jordan Gainey shut up a lot of the haters, if if only for a moment. He got a lot more minutes today. Yeah, too. and I'm, you, you got to hope with a game like this, maybe it'll break whatever funk he's been in, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd love for him to do it every night, but, you know, if he's going to be out there, we got to – he's going to end up everybody – when you got Connect and Adu and, and Ziegler, he's not drawing the best guy. He's going to get a lot of open looks. So, Well, it has got to be an adjustment for him coming from where he came from where you know he's the man, right? And he's got mm-hmm. the green light permanently. He can shoot it whenever he wants to a team. He's coming to a team where – you know, he's not only is he not the man, he's not the third or fourth option. He's a guy coming off the bench. And so I'm sure that takes a, a little bit of a, an adjusted mentality for him. Yeah, but he's also, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it does. And then you all, but you also, he's got to take into account you're on a team that can go to the Final Four, win it all, be a part of that. So, but like I said earlier, it seems to be, they all seem to be on the same page on that. Yeah. Uh, one last thing. Anything else, Anthony? Yeah, one last thing. I don't. I don't really want to bring any kind. Of, I just have a question. I really enjoyed. I sat there and watched every second of this ass whipping, and I really enjoyed all of it. But I, do you think it was a little odd? We're up twenty-five at home, and we're not bringing in some of the backups a little quicker than what we did. We pretty much played the starters all the way into the last minute. I mean, it was a very physical, intense game. I kind of felt like we just kind of wanted to stick it to them. I was just wondering what y'all were thinking about that. Um, I mean, not really. That's kind of been Barnes' M.O. since he's been here. Is He rarely plays the backups in blowouts. You know, he might give walk-ons 30 seconds at the end of the game. And he did bring uh, – he did bring – DeLeon and I think Estrella into the game at the very end, but it was out of hand. So I, I don't know. I mean, you had Connect played 36 minutes today. That was the high number there. Um, I believe Ziegler was the only other one over 30. He had 32, which is kind of low for him, what he's been averaging here lately. Uh, Mayshack played 28, which is a lot. You know, I think he's more interesting, like – Josiah only playing 21, Vescovy only playing 23, like kind of sh- shrinking those minutes. And I guess it makes it easier when Meshack and Ganey are playing as well as they are off the bench. Well, it, it saves some wear and tear on their legs. And that's something that we've always kind of, you know, complained about is minute management. And the guy seemed, or the team seems to run out of gas towards 
tournament time. So, yeah, I don't, I mean, I think it's some of that, but I think a lot of it is our fans just want to see the younger guys. <laughs> it, it was so good to see Dillio and make those two shots at the end. Yeah, he didn't miss today, 100%. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he, um, hopefully it's a spark, man, because I, I said at the halftime chat, I thought he looked, like so many guys we've seen under Barnes where they look like they're afraid to make a mistake. And hopefully that'll get him going a little bit because Barnes is definitely making a concerted effort to give him an opportunity. And I don't and it's know smart to do that. I mean, we yeah, don't have I don't a know. backup point guard. Yeah, I don't know that he's that Freddie's ever going to carve out a role where he's playing more than 10 minutes a game for this team. But if he's playing five or six minutes a night, like, a, that helps, like Bear said, save wear and tear, but also the eye towards next year, you know, develops him, gets him experience. Yeah, I mean, the thing that he just looks like he's getting uh, in, he, he needs to get more minutes, but he today, I mean, he, he looks better each game. So um, hopefully it'll be another one of these Barnes guys who, you know, just slowly develops. Let's get T-Carp in here. Try again. T card hey, there. Fellers, can you hear me now? Got you, man. Hey, What's man. up? I'm just sitting here watching a dude develop into the one of the biggest big men or best big men in the SEC, and I love it. That's what I'm really enjoying. I mean, uh, not to beat a dead horse, but I mean you you said you know, we can we can take care, we can do everything we need to do with Dalton Connect with you know guys hitting the three balls and all that but like when those aren't dropping which historically they have not in the in the tournament we have gone so cold the last couple of years we might be able to get it to a guy that can make things happen uh down low at the basket at the rim and just feed those easy two points to him and it was just really nice to see today um i i you know, I'm not a sophisticated basketball watcher, but I, I saw that guy just doing what he wanted to do, and I loved it. I was always a big Kyle Alexander fan when he was here. It still kind of irks me that we didn't redshirt him, and he, I think he would have had a great five, fifth year. Um, You'll never let that never. go. He had a cup of coffee in the NBA with the Heat and still playing professionally somewhere. But Adu is like, Alexander with softer hands, more of a shot, right? I mean, uh, Alexander was an elite rim protector. It didn't give you much offensively, but he could alter so many shots, and that's what Adu does. And he's quick and soft-handed around the rim, and he can score. Um, it's, it's pretty impressive to watch, man. I, I'd love to see what his average is like the last four or five games. He's got to be up near 20 points a game at this point. He's uh he's got he is a lot stronger this year. Um and I, I think also with him today, you know, even though we lost the game to the games to Purdue and in Kansas, I think today we you know because he basically manhandled that Nelson was it Nelson? And then he fouled out, so I mean he was just outmatched, but Jonas <laughs> It's a lot stronger. Yeah, and it, it seems like they're working with him and, and getting his game better, just period. Because, I mean, we're just so lucky to have faced those good teams early on, saw what we needed to fix, and 
you know, Rick's, I got to give Rick credit where credit's due. I'm setting my ways. I really don't want to change things. And the guy has, the guy has, you know, brought in who's he's supposed to brought in. You know, I, I remember hearing the Barnes bashers and I might have, you know, dabbled my foot in that. Um, but, but he's answered all those questions in my opinion. Now, granted, let's see what he does in the tournament, but as of right now, it seems like he's developing these guys and it, it looks really, really good. And it's fun to watch. It's fun to see, you know, a Bama, a Bama program that has just had their world shattered and I get to pee on their grave. I love it. Uh, love you guys. I'm going to hop off here and let other people talk. Thank you, T-Carp. We appreciate it. Rough week or so for the Tide. Speaking of which, you got, what did you guys Iowa. Who did? Their tackle. Oh, yeah. He was from up there. I was glad to see Downs go to Ohio State instead of Georgia as well. Yeah, that kind of caught everybody by – definitely caught Georgia by surprise. I like the way things are headed, boys. Everybody else has the drama. Meanwhile, Josh Heupel is just doing his thing. We've got the transfer from Stanford on campus right now, Jackson Moy. All our um, all our young guys, apparently, almost every one of them showed out last night in that Polynesian Bowl. I don't know if you got a chance to see some of the reviews. I Mike heard Matthews, Matthews was player of the game or something yeah he looked like I, I saw a few of his clips and like even you know he's on the field four and five stars but he looked um different when it bruce said that this week like when uh, the five star and when they walk on the field when you were interviewing him yeah um the ross the, kid the the edge we signed from Alabama. Yeah. But Mike Matthews, definitely like he looked different than everybody on the field, like better. So. Good times, man. Good times. Hell yeah. Brad in Nashville in here next. What's up, Brad? Uh, not much, man. Um, just happy to see that, uh, we didn't Alabama sitting there, all their fan bases just sitting at home watching their, uh, sports programs chernobyl and um we didn't give him any oxygen we just sat around on top of a damn keg of dynamite and lit their asses up man and it was nice um that don't really got much to say besides that it's like connect went off uh not like you have in the past few games but um we spread the love around it looked like uh we were just playing the game they, we were making them play our game and um they didn't really have any answers for us it was a 20 point win and uh i feel really really good about it this is the best team that Barnes has had since the Admiral and Schofield team. Um, and that one was kind of a odd situation. They had that like 30 game win streak or something in the middle of the season. And we lost a few tough games to the three best big men in the country early, but I like it. I like what they're doing. They seem to be coming together. And um, if they can keep getting better, then maybe Barnes will finally make it to the damn uh, elite eight. We'll see. Or Final Four, I mean. Elite Eight would be nice. Final Four. That's the goal. We want to be in Glendale, Brad. Yeah. I, I, I want to see him take these guys and do something that Tennessee basketball hadn't done before. And uh, we 
we'll, we got the guys for it. We want to go out to the desert and spend the week with Haji. <laughs> right up, baby. <laughs> with the uh, how much fun would that be? Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd quit my job to go out there and see it in person if we actually did make it. Like it. No, we'd have, we'd have to go. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's, a, uh, that's a bucket list thing to um, watch us tip it off in the Final Four live in person. That's, uh, I'll, throw the, I'll throw the commas down on that with a second thought. Yeah, I mean, that goes without saying, right, Russ? We make the Final Four, fan runs going to Phoenix. I mean, I'm, I'll go. Are, are you going? You, yeah, I'll, I'll the go. The list of awesome things you hate. No, no, I'll, I'll go. go. Yeah, because with Phoenix, I'm flying, man. <laughs> well, I don't want to be in a car, locked in a car with you to Phoenix. Let's get there. Let's just get there first. I mean, this team checks all the boxes. You, you met the Grant and Admiral team. They did too. You know, they had the pure point guard, the shooting guard, the rim protector, the forwards. Like this team, different pieces, but they've got the depth and. You know, they got to continue to develop, man. We're It's still just, you know, January 20th, man. We got a long way to go here. Yeah, you, you don't want to get the car before the horse. And no. obviously, health plays into all this. Um, you you got to stay healthy. Yep. And you, you got to keep playing smart. And hopefully, uh, Barnes has learned from some of his mistakes of the past. Um, like getting, well, he didn't get Alexander Hurt and the uh, Admiral and whatever Schofield year against uh, Loyola Chicago. But, you know. I mean, crap can happen. So you got to give your backups some time, too, in case one of those guys goes down. Like, maybe give Estrella a little bit more time. Maybe get DeLeon De to get his sea legs out there. Um, there are some things you can do now while you're rolling these guys. And But, I mean, God forbid me actually try to lecture Rick Barnes on um, what how the hell he's going to handle his lineup because he doesn't listen to anybody on that crap. He'll play Ziegler 40 minutes a game. He doesn't give a damn. <laughs> well... He's got to do what he's got to do, man. I'm, I'm not, I'm not as worried about Ziegler. I mean, he played 32 minutes tonight. That's that's perfect. Yeah, you know? let, let him off a little bit. I mean, he's only like eight months removed from ripping his knee in half. God, isn't that incredible, though? I know, right? <laughs> he, he yeah, but it's, it's also the same thing that we were complaining all football. You know, the whole uh, Nico thing is that. You know, if, when you get a chance to get a, especially a good team like Alabama's a good basketball team, you get them down, you want to get your young guys minutes. Are, yeah. are you comparing Freddie Buckets to Nico in this analogy? <laughs> I mean, I am. Am I the only one that remembers how jacked up we were when Buckets picked us? There, those were two. I mean, the the shots he hit today too, like stand out. Like the first one where he gets his guy in the paint, and then like head fakes him out of his shoes and hits a nice little soft feathery jumper right in the, on the side of the lane. And then the end, it's like, he probably should have just shot the three, but then he, he realizes time's running out. He throws up like a circus shot that goes in. Um, I thought it was two, but it ended up being a three. That, that surprised the hell Oh, it was I didn't know it was a three. Like he's, yeah. he's obviously got some talent, man. He's got some skills. I mean, you don't get the nickname buckets if you're not good. The first, his first, the I mean, first minute it, he sat on the floor, though, I think it was Rylan Griffin just took him straight to the hoop. And it's like, oh, well, that's why he doesn't play more. So he's got to learn to, like, 
you know, I mean, he he looks like Ziegler with the hair and everything. He's just five inches taller. Like if he could learn to play with the heart of Zakai Ziegler and that kind of intensity, oh man, he's going to be a special player if he can put all that together. Yeah, it's just there's uh, one of the one of the complaints that I've had about Barnes is just like if you don't play defense, you're not going to play. And um, he's made an exception with that with Connect a little bit um, near the beginning of the season because. Uh, there's a couple of times where connect with the turnstile, but he'd always come back and get the points back on the other end. So he's still like a net positive whenever he's out there, save that little cold spell he had, but whatever that's over. Um, but with guys like D Leon, I mean, when you have a chance to get him out there and get a decent number of minutes against a team that doesn't suck, you, you want him to know what being in a uh, real fist fight is and not against um, one of these directional schools. Although, that's uh, kind of out, except for our game with Vandy. We should smash them in Nashville. I'll probably be at that one. But when you got a chance to get these guys against playing against somebody good, put them in there. But um, I don't know. It's his team. He can put them together however the hell he wants, and um, I'll trash him in March if he screws it up. But, man, these guys look good. So uh, love you guys. Y'all take it easy. Thanks, Brad. I appreciate it. I wanted to ask Brad, like, or Davey, hell, you live down there. Like, what, what – how are they doing attendance-wise for basketball these days down there? At Vanderbilt? Yeah. Oh, I can tell you. I mean, no one talks about them. Like, I, I forget they're here. I'm, yeah, it's kind of sad, man. You know? Because, I mean, they they suck at football. Always have, always will. That's got to suck for those people. They had a ba- pretty decent basketball program forever, and – well, the, the biggest problem is Jerry Stackhouse runs his program to where he, like, he won't do media hits, which just seems dumb. When you have a program that no one cares about, you think you'd want to actually open yourself up a little bit and be more engaging with the little fan base you have. But they do the opposite. Well, when you're 5-12, and 12, <laughs> you're, you're 187 on Kim Palm. 187 with my... 218 <laughs> adjusted offense. I mean, I think Tennessee with the with the week off and we got so many guys who were on the team last year who were probably pissed about that game. I think we just absolutely dismantle them a week from today down there. I don't oh, expect it to be a raucous environment. I mean, it wasn't last year. If I mean, it's going to likely be Kind of yeah, like it I mean, is in football. It's more yeah, a home about fifty percent Tennessee fans. It'd be a lot of yeah. a lot of orange in there. It's such a wacky gym. Wonder how Connect's gonna do with his first time in there. What is Stackhouse? He got a. Which Did he get was taken it? off the court by cops or something? He's just, had multiple well, well, the big thing he had was he was talking about like Ole Miss is like it's the best team money yeah. can buy or something. And just like, dude, you're not playing their football team. That was weird. He's a weird guy. Speaking of weird guys, Justin Hanna <laughs> is next. <laughs> What's, What's up, going Justin? on, guys? How's it going? Oh man, just enjoying the. Uh... Watching us whoop the hell out of them guys today. I mean, that's um, that's a barrel of laughs. Oh wasn't no, it was it? a barrel jobs what it was. So, uh, and, and showed them all fifty states, Russ. I mean, just good God, didn't see that coming at all. Uh, I, I, I thought we'd win. I just didn't see us beating the shit out of them like that. 
it's fun watching Nate Oates, you know. Hey, uh, I'm surprised he didn't try to throw, throw a punch at one of our guys at, you know, halftime and all that. So. He was getting pissy, too. Like, they wouldn't show it. But uh, you could yeah, hear well, fans well, getting on him. What was that about? I mean, like, they they didn't – they showed him a little bit. Like, he got really hot there in the second half. It was called they were getting their ass beat, and he's soft, and they don't like pl- the physical play. They think we foul all the time, and we do, but deal with it, man. Like, you get your ass beat. And I'm sure – listen, I'm again, like, the TV doesn't do it justice how hostile Thompson Bowling is when we get our dander up like that, I'm sure he was getting the treatment, getting heckled by fans, uh, getting told that he harbors murderers and terrorists on his team, which he does. And it probably got to him a little bit. And he's got to be careful too, based off what happened earlier this week. Yeah. Well, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I don't know if you guys saw it on social media. Parent Grant Ramey tweeted out, apparently when the crowd went quiet right before the nas- national anthem, some crazy Tennessee fan yelled out, keep your hands to yourself, Nate. Beautiful. Bravo to that guy. So, bravo to him. I, I love some good, you know, I love some good uh, what, trolling and shit talking, you know, especially with that bunch. So, but I, I, Russ, you didn't, you didn't even mention the biggest news of the day involving Tennessee sports. What's that? Man, Jackson Lampley's coming back. <laughs> hey, look, you, you know he saw where Dane Davis is coming back. And he thought to myself, ain't no way in hell am I going to let him be high, get Heifel's, you know, the love from Heifel after extra points. I mean, the compassion Josh Heifel shows for his players. I mean, if I'm a recruit's parent, that's the kind of guy I want my son to play for. I hope, Justin, at some point in this this season, hopefully when we're beating the hell out of Alabama and Neyland this year, we kick it that last extra point, and we have like three or four guys <laughs> fall down, just clutching their knees, just, oh, my God, carnage everywhere. Lampley, Lane, Dane Davis, uh, the the walk-on, whoever, just everybody, <laughs> is, is the, bodies on the floor. Is the ball kid coming back and say, done? Parker yeah. Ball, I think he's okay. done. But okay. you know, like 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 any of the true masters of his craft, he went out with <laughs> and a white you know they're oh one of the greatest performance single game performance <laughs> yes ever seen oh, by the living fan. I, well, with Lampley, I love how they just like dramatically unbuckle his knee brace, like it, it, it's some complex, you know. Like the surgery on him on Facebook. The the part that really it, it's when Hypo gets out there and he'll get on one knee and and take their hand in his hand. <laughs> I, 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 look, it, it was a me- be strong, my son. Be strong. Now, now I'll say this, I, I, I went to ten games this year. At the Virginia game, I was not amused by it because it was about 120 degrees outside. Uh the I was at the Yukon game. It was funny as hell. I mean, just sitting there watching it because I, I, you know, I didn't really realize what he's doing in Virginia, but by UConn, I kind of was on to the game. And uh, I just sit there and just got tickled every time because, I mean, he just flops like a damn fish after them extra points. Like, TV don't do it justice. 
how he just. I mean, he, what do you think? Uh, what do you guys think Heifel's saying to them when he? And he's, like he you're down on one knee in front of a hundred thousand people. He said, "Don't go into the light, Dane. It's not your time." <laughs> What's he really saying? Hey, sell it for me. The boys they need uh, a bar. The boys need about five more minutes. Oh my God, that's just can great. you slap the turf in pain? Oh gosh, but now, I mean, they're all just quality actors you got daniel day lampley over there <laughs> dane brando and sir josh olivier i mean they're just true thespians oh my gosh but uh, by the way and i'm gonna get out there because I, I gotta get ready for work and everything but uh bear did you say you watched that uh bow game last night no i watched i just i looked at you know, I saw a bunch of clips on social media. I'm not going to sit and watch So, so I watched a, a little Austin, bit of yeah. it because there just wasn't nothing else on. That Matthews kid, guys, he looks like damn Tyreek Hill. The way he just – it's like he is shot out of a freaking cannon. He's a lot bigger than Tyreek. Yeah, and, I mean, he is fast as – I mean, holy hell. He uh, – and just like – and looks like a grown man out there. He – that kid right there, I mean, he's going to be special. He really is. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I, maybe he, maybe he's the Jalen Hyde against Alabama this year. So, because uh, I, I can see him getting on the field real quick. But anyway, guys, I'm gonna get off here. Like I said, Alabama can go fuck off, and uh, y'all have a good. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it. I mean, the it sounds like our two best prospects from this recruiting class are Mike Matthews at wide receiver, and Jordan Ross at rush end but we know about like all the talent we have at wide receiver and of course you got james pierce um yeah they're gonna force their way on onto the field like they're it, it sounds like they're gonna be too good to keep on the bench yeah um matthew he reminded me of like the first time i got to look at julio jones like oh. his first year at bama he's <laughs> big he's big like that like He's just big, dude. Big, strong, fast. And he's, Justin's not lying. He is fast. I did see that uh, George McIntyre was sitting with Hypo in attendance today. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Spillman had a really good outing last night as well. Like, like I said, man, apparently all the Tennessee kids just showed out. King George commits Monday. You didn't mention that our five-star quarterback of the future, perhaps the heir apparent to Nico's throne, Prince who was promised. The lineage must be preserved, boys. It's starting to feel like, like 94, 95, 96. Josh is up next. What's up, Josh? What's up, guys? How you guys doing today? Doing well. How are you, good, sir? Good, good. I, I, I want to preface this by saying I'm going to overreact to this game just because watching some of the little things coaching-wise, uh, just just so great today. First off, this is the first game I've seen that we haven't overhelped on defense, and we didn't give up a single scramble three today, which was against the Alabama team that lives off that three-point line. Just outstanding work by Barnes. The other thing is leaving Ganey in – to let him get his shot when he probably gives up a little bit on defense is another, uh, you know, kind of detail about Barnes evolving. So I'm, I'm just so excited about the rest of the season after watching uh, the team play today. 
Ganey had a really good game, I thought, defensively. What do you have? Five rebounds? Is that what you said, Russ? He did, but normally he's not a defensive guy, and Barnes has let him work through these last few games, you know, getting that yeah. shot back. And that shows for me a little bit of evolution to to understand that we need to, you know, have some players on the offensive end performing and not just necessarily defensive. And 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 Ganey's worked his tail off. You know, I give him a ton of credit. Um, but I'm just really happy to see Barnes evolving a bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, people for a long time, they said he wouldn't change. I think he's, you know, shown throughout his time here. He's, you know, been open to changing stuff. Don't you think, David? Yeah. And I think, I mean, you kind of look at this team, having a guy like Dalton connect, I think allows them to play multiple styles. And so, yeah, I mean, there's been times where I don't think we're as much live and die by the three this year as we were the last couple of years, whenever everybody was kind of on Barnes, like he needs to change his style. Um, we, we've had a little bit more of a mid-range, mid-range game. And while he still wants that lockdown defense, he's been willing to, to adjust uh, in the tempo. And we're kind of seeing a new style. And I think a lot of that has to do with, one, what you're getting in the post with Adu, and then two, just Dalton Connect can score from all over. So it, it allows you to adjust in, in what you're, you're, you're doing there. What do you guys think the player comp is for Adu? Because they always talk about like showing, you know, uh, connect all the the KD film and all that stuff. And that makes sense. Like, uh, I don't think we're anybody's comparing connect to KD at the next level. But it, at this level, he can score in a similar fashion. Like, you know, Adu, the obvious thing is to go to Grant, but there's such different body types, man. And, um, like Adu is because he was dominant today. If, if he had not gotten in foul trouble, he would have had near thirty. For me, it's a little bit like he's like Baycott from uh, from North Carolina, who's a great interior scorer. Like probably doesn't get enough credit uh, at, at UNC uh, just because of some past players, but that and the rim protection from him just. You can do so much more on the ball defending if you know you've got that rim protector in there. The other thing that Barnes is doing with with Adu on on inbounds plays, and I know Pearl, you know the Pearlanistas and all that used to give Pearl so much credit for uh, for uh, you know out of bounds plays, but we're putting our big man on their small guard, throwing the ball in because it's going to be an automatic switch for whatever that first movement is off the inbounds, and just that easy kind of transition into being able to guard that out of bounds play for me that's another you know i don't i don't want to dj barnes too much but it's just i love those little coaching coaching things that happen and and i'm so happy that that we're getting to see them today or this year it's a good looking group man like the way it's going got to keep it rolling yeah i appreciate you guys man i always love listening to it after the game so uh, i just want to call in Appreciate you, my man. Got to keep it rolling, boys. And at, at yep. some point, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to find another gear. Uh, right now, I did want to say that Kim Palms updated their ratings for today, and Tennessee is up to number four in the country, 19th for adjusted offense, still second in adjusted defense, and uh, quite a quite a long ways away from taking over the number one spot. Houston's at a Eighty-five point three. We're in again. We're second in the country, but we're only at ninety-one point three. 
Keep climbing that hill, baby. Keep climbing it. Yeah, this was a rough day for Alabama's offense. They they fell down to ninth, and their while they saw the number one adjusted offense, their defense uh, fell down to sixty three. Some random guy is next. What's up, gentlemen? Rando? Good evening. Yeah. Um. So back to football recruiting for a moment. Are we just not going to get an announcement from the linemen at out of uh, LSU? Are we to assume? the tweet about him being in the student directory is accurate. What's going on there? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I assume it's accurate. I, I don't know what's going on. All I know is the, the people, the Austin prices, the Ryan Callahan's of the world who follow that stuff closely for a living have said it basically said it's going to happen and that it's a negotiation between his representation, his agent and the school, uh, I guess, Spire, so um, dotting I's, crosses, crossing T's and all that stuff. He shows up in the UT student directory. He hasn't shown up in the Oklahoma student directory. So I don't know. Maybe this is going to be the rare guy that does what many people have said these guys ought to do, the five stars, which is, yeah, I'm not going to announce anything. I'm not going to sign anything. When I choose a school, I'll show up and you'll have a place for me because I'm that good. Maybe he just shows up in class Monday. Well, and I mean, and then, you know, we, we did see, uh, we did see some video of our former left side lineman working out on the right side. So, I mean, yeah. uh, I, I, I think the writing's all on the wall there, whether or not we have the announcement and just be a little nice to know. And, uh, is that you or bear one? I thought that said feels like 94, 95. I, I was told that when he was at central Florida, Hypel couldn't recruit, um, and that we would rue the day that we hired this guy because he was he was incapable of recruiting, and that all he did was ran the national champions from uh, Tampa or wherever the hell they play into the ground. Um, maybe that was not accurate. I'm not about sure. Barnes being washed. No, about Hypel being unable oh. to recruit, and that we would rue the day. Uh, yeah. Well. Um... I don't know, man. I, I don't think Heupel is, you know, he's not like Kiffin or some of these other guys, that the hot sauce and the goofy videos and social media personas and everything. But he's got some good recruiters on his staff and he's got a really good NIL program with, with Spire and the way they, they've set it up here and the, the donors and a fan base that's hungry to win. So... Uh, you know, so there are some people who follow this stuff with the, you know, the message board types that tell you that he's got to kick it up a notch, that he's not doing as, as well as he should be and all this stuff. But, you know, he's just not a, he's not a high maintenance drama type of guy. He just kind of goes about his business and um, man, I wish we had top five classes, but we're getting top 15 classes. We're doing okay in the portal and you're kind of, climbing the rankings slowly but steadily so yeah. it's just who he is and we're gonna have to live with that i'll i'll be honest with you like i mean i, I wasn't very fond of the hire when it happened i, I kind of thought the recruiting would be an issue but at the same time i also said you need to get a mike leach type guy in here that runs a different offense to where you're not going to be recruiting at the levels of the the Georgias and the Alabamas at the time. And, but can that system uh, make up for that deficiency? And so far uh, we, we've seen that, you know, you can go toe to toe at least with, with Alabama and we've even got a win over them. 
Uh, the other stat I saw that was, was pretty cool. Um, this is active FBS coaches with the highest win percentage without a national title. Josh Heupel's second in the country. He's won 73.3% of his game games. Uh, Lincoln Riley's number one at 80.4%. I'll tell you, the other, the other arc he's on right now with, with that percentage is uh, the battle captain back in the day. Up above that, what, getting close to like that 750 winning percentage range. Yeah, yeah, I I actually did uh, some of that this week. Uh, I was looking at now that three years are in the books for Heupel, and you go back and you compare him to every coach not named Neeland, and he's got the third best winning percentage through three seasons of any coach at Tennessee ever, and the only two that were ahead of him were, I believe, Bowden Wyatt and or maybe it wasn't Bowden Wyatt. It may have been um, Bill Battle and Phil Fulmer. And uh, obviously they were both left took over for Dickey and he had that thing rolling when he left to go to Florida. And then we know the situation Phil walked into. Neither of those guys walked into rebuilds. No. So, uh Shifting gears onto basketball for just a second, then I'll pass it off. Uh, you know, last week this time, we were thanking our lucky stars that we just had a hell of a comeback and picked ourselves up off the mat. We were looking ahead to uh, maybe a tough week with two quality opponents coming into uh, TBAFCC, whatever we call it now. Um, and then we, we beat both of those teams by 19 and 20 points. Uh, looking ahead, the next two games are Vandy and South Carolina, which both should be wins based on um, how they've played and how we've played. I mean, how are, I, I don't want to I don't want to get the card ahead of the horse, but how are we feeling about going to Rupp in two weeks? Um, it's tough to win on the road in the SEC, and. You know, that, that's become a huge rivalry game. Uh, they're very good, man. They got really talented players. I've been impressed by Kentucky from from what I've seen of them. Um, but I think, you know, Tennessee can play with them. Um, we're probably have to gonna go muck it up up there. I don't think we can count on 35 points from Connect or anything like that. But we can play with them. Yeah. I, they get I, Georgia I, today. I, Is that uh, game over, Davey? No, it doesn't start till uh, six Eastern okay. SEC Network. Go blue! I'm, I'm looking forward to that game and Rupp. I think um, you know we we matured a lot as a team and gelled a lot in the second half in Chapel Hill, and I think this is the next best test that we've had since that Carolina game. So it'll be really interesting to see how we've uh, how we've progressed as a team and going into that environment up there in Rupp. So. Uh, looking forward to that in two weeks, but of course, uh, the week we got the whole week off, right? We don't play until a week from today against Vandy, right? Yes. Correct. Cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, enjoy the week, and we'll do some voluntary reaction next week after we kick the crap out of Stackhouse for the final time because I think he's gone mid-season this year. See you. Thanks, Rando. Uh, 
other news, speaking of Kentucky, that did come down is they officially got word that that seven-footer Iviskic or whatever, yeah. Savonimir, he's been cleared to play by the NCAA. Oh, okay. that's, that's great. The thing that would be best today is Ole Miss plays Auburn, and Auburn currently sits atop uh, the SEC standings. They're undefeated at 4-0, but they lose one, then – Tennessee, Alabama, and Auburn would all have one loss. And, I mean, if Kentucky, Georgia, and LSU also have one loss, so it's still, you know, early, a lot to play out. But Auburn's the only team currently ahead of us. You don't want to put yourself behind the eight ball early in the season. We need to keep keep our name up in that top tier. I mean, based off Kim Pong, like I was talking about, and uh, we'll see what happens when they adjust the – net rankings, but you'd be a one seed if you were going off of that. Yeah, like I, I want to win the the regular season SEC title and the SEC Turn. tournament and all that stuff, but it's all about getting a seed for the NCAA tournament at this point, you know? that, And I want us to, to go into the NCAA tournament the way we went into the SEC tournament a couple of years ago, just ready to go on a rip through the whole damn thing. Let's get Mike in here next. What's up, Mike? I meet your Mike. Bottom left corner, Mike. Mike going once, Mike going twice. We have been rendered Mikeless. Sleeping there for just a second. I think I know who this is. You got to turn your mic on, Mike. It's on. Rookie. It's on. Well, there it is. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. It's Phil. What's going on, guys? Great win. Hey. What's up, buddy? Philly. <laughs> Why the hell are you talking about football when we beat down Alabama today and basketball? Because that's what Rando wanted to talk about. So, uh, you know, we talk a little bit about this, a little bit about that. Well, I'll say this, though. We, we beat Alabama more in basketball than we do football. Rick Barnes now even 5-5 five and five against the Tide during his time at Tennessee. Wow. Well... I guys, I, I can't complain about the game. I mean, good Lord. I mean, a dude gets Beat better. the hell out of them, Phil. I mean, a dude gets better every damn game. I mean. Ugh. And again, he finally did something. And DeLeon showed why why he was a top 30 recruit. He flashed, didn't he? Yeah. And Vescovi actually did something today. That's good. Scobie's learning his role, still not getting much offensively out of Triple J, but that's okay. He doesn't take too many shots. Well, Triple J actually did play some five today, W. Did you notice that? Yeah, they yeah, they went with they went super small for a little bit. But uh we got Vanderbilt next Saturday, right? Yes, sir. Then South Carolina and then go to the big blue land. How's three and zero sound, Phil? During that stretch, uh, we should be able to take. I want revenge from uh, beat, Vanderbilt beating us last year. Yes, 
And Barnes has got a week to work on, and I sure the goodness this this is an awful Vanderbilt team. Sure the goodness we can beat them down there. They're trash. They were trash last year, but they snuck up on us. I don't think they're sneaking up. I, I don't think Triple J, Vescovy, Adu, the guys that were on last year's team, I think they're gonna they're they're gonna have their full attention. Well, it got chippy at the end, didn't it? Am I remembering that right? Yeah. And the guy that beat us, I think he's at LSU now, right? Yeah, I think so. Lawrence. But uh, all honesty, guys, Mayshack's defense is just, its he's got to be the best defender in the country at the guard position. I mean, that's, that's two years in a row he's completely taken Alabama's best offensive player who are, both were putting up, you know, all-American type year numbers and completely taking them out of the game. He's the best defender of our team. Yeah, and uh, all honesty, W was right about Sears. He got most of those points when the game was already won. Like I say, garbage time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, Ziegler's just all up in his jersey. Vescovy did a good job on him. I mean – He's really all they had, Phil. I mean, he's by far their best player, and so we were able to key on him. And when when we were able to take him away, they didn't have much else. They, you said they only hit four or three the whole game. Four of nineteen. And two of those came in the last uh, three minutes. Wow, that's Tennessee's a lot better. Just having connect on your roster makes you a lot better. You know what? Enjoy it, Phil. Enjoy it while we can. Um, I'm going to enjoy it. Hey, he's a phenomenal ball player. Uh, good Lord. I don't, can we go out and get another one next year? I'll make I him like they... that, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a damn unicorn. Kid that didn't get an offer out of high school, went to JUCO route, small college out in Podunk, northern Colorado, and is playing, you know, we get him for one year, and he's playing like a top ten lottery pick. I bet old Tad Boyle, I, bet, I mean, he knows he made a mistake on that, didn't he? I think they, a lot of a lot of players, a lot of coaches made a mistake not going after him. Yeah, they they wanted, he wanted to go to Colorado, and they didn't They didn't take him. He wanted to go there. Uh, he's, he's, he's fortunate to be here. He's playing for a better coach in a better league. Well, I see. I heard the Tommy boy was rocking full house tonight. That's great. You know, everybody, everybody's that stir crazy. I worked. They had to get out of the house. I'm over at the drunk tank, half blowed away, watching the Ravens and the Texans right now. How, about how many beers have you put away today, Phil? I just I started uh, late. I've it's my fourth one. Well, I gotta pace myself because there's still plenty of basketball. I gotta watch Buck Pearl tonight. You're gonna watch yeah. Buck Pearl instead of. NFL playoffs? Yeah, back and forth. Then I watch Blue Cane, too. How about BJ? won by 30 today. Old Marcus Young don't know nothing about basketball, too. See? Marcus catching a stray. <laughs> Apparently, uh, he got into it with Phil the other day. Oh, well, I guess that makes two of you. He's a punk and a clown. Oh, that's not, not who, Phil? Uh, you shouldn't talk about our callers like that. Him and Marcus. Rude. You shouldn't talk about your coworkers like that. 
It's so rude. I don't care. Zero. Spotlight Eddie, live from Block C, on with us here. What's up, Spotlight? Eddie, turn your mic on, brother. What's up, fellas? What up, Eddie? Grab your coat, grab your Miami, and get up out of this gym. Hit the bricks, Nate. <laughs> Take that ugly coat with you. Showing up with that sorry-ass sport coat, thinking he's going to get a W in the Tommy Bowl at Food City Center. My ass. He looked good walking out with that L from my vantage Yes, point. he did. Yes, he did. Oh, it's good to get out of the house, guys. It's been a rough, rough few days for the the Edward, I'm here to tell you. Rough few days? Oh, just the ice? Oh, yeah, just the, just the whole whole uh, cabin fever nonsense. Had to, had to skip the Florida game. Yeah, I gave, gave the tickets away to another Vol fan. But, uh, yeah, it's good to get out and about and see us put an ass whooping on those stinking bammers. What about what Phil said? Was it rocking inside the yeah, arena? Yeah, it was tonight? pretty rowdy. Pretty rowdy. There was a... Uh, it surprised me, and I'm pretty sure they were all your your run-of-the-mill um, sidewalk alum. The uh, but there were a, there were a handful of bammers in there, but yeah, they all had a pretty sad sad look on their face. I hate that for them. I hate that they're going through this tough time, Eddie. They've persevered through so oh, much. Exactly. So much bad luck. You you hate to see it. Yeah, happen. you hate to see it. But guess what? Fuck them. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a nice little fuck, fuck you, Saban chant from the uh, from the student section that went on there uh, early in the second half when we pulled started pulling away. Oh, that's not nice. Oh no, you you love to see it. You love to see it. <laughs> Oh, getting obscene with the chance in Thompson Bowling. But Alabama brings out the best. Exactly. You guys have a great, great Saturday. Let's get home, fire up some red beans and rice, and watch some playoff football. What do you say? Sounds like a plan, Eddie. Be safe, man. Hey, you too. Have a good one. Spotlight, Eddie. Checking in on his way home from the games. It looks like the Ravens might be about to punch one in here. This has been a good one between the Ravens and Texans. Yeah, you, you got a rooting interest in this one? Give me a Bobby Boner, man. That's what I got to say. Yeah, I mean, I don't usually pull for the Texans, but it's weird because Slowick, like, did you guys see the play he drew up? I think it was their last possession. It was almost an interception off a tipped ball, but it was like a double screen fake. They faked a screen to the left, faked it to the right, and then threw it to the guy running over the middle. And he's wide open, and like it wasn't a great throw, and the ball got tipped up in the air. Probably should have been picked. But it was like just the most creative stuff I've seen in pro football. Yeah, it kind of reminds you of like something you wouldn't surprise you if Heupel drew it up. I know the play I mean, you're talking about. That's what it reminded me of. That guy was running wide open. Touchdown to Aguilar. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I don't I don't have a rooting interest. I don't have any money on this one, Davey, so I'm just kind of hoping for an entertaining game. But um, Slowick, it's, it's weird. Like, only one year as a coordinator. He's only been in the NFL 10 years. He's only 27 years old. There's a lot of red flags, but, man, there's a lot to like as well. How's he been in the NFL 10 years? He's been coaching 10 years. He started coaching in the NFL when he's 27, probably as a analyst or something like that. Oh, I thought you said he is 27. No, he's 37. Oh, okay. Got confused. I actually think he's still technically 36. Is that yeah, is he, he who you want, Davey? At this point, I mean, they're not going for a proven commodity. They're going to go for some coordinator. And if you're having to take a risk, I'd go for some up-and-coming guy that, you know, can at least work with a quarterback and can maybe get your offense up to the uh, current level of the NFL as far as stylistics goes. But I mean, if it doesn't work out, maybe next time they'll hire somebody like a hard, you know, a hardball like that kind of. Yeah. Resume, and, and I mean, like he might be a good coach. I again, I don't, I don't know if Rand can draft. Like I, I keep telling you guys, I know some people push back, but uh, Rand's next draft pick will be his first. So we'll see what happens. I mean, how hard can it be? Don't answer that. <laughs> well, boys, it's it's been fun. Anything else we need to touch on before we shut this thing down? No. We got another dog movie, Arthur the King, with uh, Mark Wahlberg. How do you guys feel about dog movies? Uh, not a real big fan of them. I haven't watched uh, Ted later after football, though. You ever, you guys ever seen that? Yeah. Is it good? Oh, yeah. Wait, what movie? Ted. Ted. Well, the teddy bear? Yeah. yeah it's hysterical. They're actually got a um, a like a, it's a short series. Seth MacFarlane, the guy who created Family Guy, is the voice of Ted, and and they've they've got a series that's going to be coming out. Um, I think it's this spring, just centered around that. But I mean, it, it's a dumb comedy. But if if you like some good jokes, like it's it's fantastic. I can even uh, there, there's one clip I'll, I'll send you afterwards. I think it's from the second movie, but yeah, it's it's really funny. Hey, hold on just a second. I just got a a DM from uh, Corn Pop who said he's been on hold waiting to. He just now requested in. I just literally. Yeah, I saw him request. earlier request and then it disappeared. But mm. he claims to have been waiting to talk to us. No, I, I just saw him just now. He did yeah. call it. He, he called yesterday. He said Tennessee covers the five and a half easy. Well, so, hell, let's get him in here. I like Corn Pop to pass up a chance to say, I told you so just not his style you know what happened um i i wonder if when i turn my bluetooth off if that but it still said mike it still said request sent it's weird huh that is weird yeah i didn't want to get out of here without you know patting myself on the back you know uh yeah the easy money i hope everybody followed my my advice and took the balls big today i it's rare i'll throw a a gambling uh, advice out, and uh, you know, I guess that's one for one for the new year. For big, you know, anybody got any 
accolade. Oh, who was it who laid uh, laid a big bet on Tennessee today, Russ? Oh, uh, J- uh, Joshy Boy had uh, a sizable wager on the balls to cover. I thought Joshy Boy was taking the over. I'm sure that hit too, right? I, I think it did. I, yeah, I think he had both, maybe. Go back and look. Well, well, I've taken the balls big. And I sprinkled a little bit on the Texans. I'm not as confident in them, but they do have a nine and a half. There are nine and a half points they can give. So we'll see how that goes. But, um, man, it, it, it would just been – I don't like to be stupid. I, I, I don't think I come across that way. But, man, if I'd have taken that bet, uh, this is – this is the 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 team that if it, if we're go, if Rick Barnes is gonna make a final four, it's with this squad right here. So I mean, I just I don't. The point guard likes to play defense and he likes to distribute, and you've got scoring. You know, it's just and the the defense. Like I said, Barry yesterday, I just I think that uh that that offense ain't gonna you know they ain't gonna play a defense like Tennessee's. They haven't yet, and they won't again. So um, they just stifled them. Didn't give them didn't give them good looks. I mean, there's only a couple of teams that really, you know, obviously Purdue, uh, Kansas, anybody with like a, a really good uh, top tier like big man, yeah, monster down low, yeah, yeah. yeah I wonder if Adu has improved enough to where he would fare better against those guys now, or if he's just taking advantage of much weaker competition. I wonder if it's a little bit of both because I I definitely think today was a game. I I tried to say it earlier and kind of fumbled it around, but where you, you reap some of the benefits, even though they were losses playing those teams and having as tough a schedule as we've had so far. Yeah. um, It's, it's so funny, man. In my lifetime, I've seen this, I've seen the college game get away from dominant big men and now it seems to be kind of trending back that way somewhat with uh, Embiid out of Kansas and now the big cat out of Purdue. And, you know, growing up, I remember watching Melvin Turpin and Sam Bowie in Kentucky, the Twin Towers, and Ralph Sampson's and Patrick Ewing and all that. But um, it just seemed like for a while there it got away from that, and it seems like it might be trending back in that direction. But um, I just think this is our best squad so far, man. To 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 uh, to advance, and I'm I'm here for it. I like I said, my gripe's been that we don't go far in the tournament. Other than that, I like winning basketball. I, I like winning anything that you know, you know that has the power T on the side of it. So, uh, congratulations to the boys and to the and uh, I guess I'll get back with y'all later on in the week. Y'all hang in there. Good stuff, corn pop. Well, I'll tell you, I was fired up. Uh, connect throwing some down. That's something that's been missed in the past couple of years. God, the way he gets out front on the break so quick. The way he shifted from going one-handed to the two-handed tomahawk. But that one play where he had the one-on-three, and he's just like, fuck it, here I come. Drew the foul, got to the line. Sake both free throws. He's special, man. He's special. Yeah, yes. Folks, we appreciate you. Thanks for jumping in. Uh, Davey, any last words? Um, you know, I would love to be doing this again 10 months from now where you beat Alabama and Florida in back-to-back weeks and Ooh. it's not even a contest. Oh. So I'm liking what I'm seeing from this team so far and hopefully they're able to keep it rolling. I'm getting Bear. kind of a warm fuzzy thinking about that. 
Well, we'd be off the chain. We got a Final Four and a College World Series to go win first. Damn Skippy. No, nah, that's about it for me, man. I look forward to getting back to it on Monday afternoon, Russ. And would, would also like to add yeah. that both those games will be in Knoxville as well. That'll be cool. Be a fun October on Rocky Top. Folks, we're going to have a... Have a great evening. Be safe. We'll do it again after the Vanderbilt game next weekend.